I'm Sean McCormick, and this is Optimal Performance. Being physically fit changes your life experience. But, but what it really comes down to in my experience is be the tortoise, not the hare. And I'm, the reason why a lot of people can't sustain it like I've sustained it is because they haven't adjusted over time based on what's going on in their life. Talking about the, the effects of physical activity on the brain, releasing norepinephrine, dopamine, serotonin, all these cool things. Something called BDNF, brain-derived neurotropic factor. That was happening to me, unbeknownst to me. And I just, I didn't realize that it was all chemical. In the first test group, 15 women uh, had not had a um, consistent bleed, all got their period on the same day. They all got periods for the first time in years. That everyone is Tony Horton. You may have actually worked out with Tony during his P90X or the Power Four. He's a world-renowned fitness trainer and has helped millions of people achieve their fitness goals. Whether you're a working professional, busy mom or dad, celebrity or couch potato, with his help, you can achieve your fitness goals too. Tony is an absolute fitness legend. He's an encyclopedia. He's his lifestyle and the way that he approaches life is with so much vigor and he knows so much about what it takes to stay fit into your mid 60s. And in this episode, in addition to learning some of the keys to staying fit well into your 60s, we also talk about a new program that he's releasing with Dr. Mindy Peltz called Power Sync 60, which focuses on women's health in sync with their cycles. If you are a woman or you want to help a woman in your life get greater fitness, you have to consider their period cycles. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So this episode, we talk all about how he does it, uh, how sleep, stress management, and water uh, account for a lot of your health. Why the key to staying fit is to keep exercise interesting and fun. This is just a really interesting conversation with someone who knows so much about living optimal. Go ahead and check out the show notes to see the different projects that he's working on and enjoy this conversation with Tony Horton. Uh, you can always find me on Instagram at McCormick. You can sign up for What's Up Wednesday, which is a five bullet point newsletter every single Wednesday at seanmccormick.com. While you're there, you can shop for supplements and uh, discounts on biohacking gear. I'm so happy to release this episode with you, ladies and gentlemen, Tony Horton. And I'm here with Tony Horton, who really doesn't need an introduction. Fit fitness entrepreneur. Creator yeah. P90X, creator of 22 Minute Hardcore, uh, lead trainer on Tonal. I have my own supplement line called Power Life, thus the shirt. Um, yeah, celebrity trainer from back in the day when I used to train most of rock and roll. Uh, yeah, you know, it's been a, it's been a crazy journey. And, uh, and now um, quasi-retired. <laughs> my, wife, my wife would say, oh, you're just being lazy then. Oh, what? <laughs> uh, yes, the answer is yes. But I like to use, you know... Uh, part-time retired or whatever it is. Um, yeah, we're just taking more vacations. We're still working hard, but we're just, you know, we want to travel and see the world and go to Wyoming and go to Paris and go to Rome and go to London and see what the world's doing, you know what I mean? And look at beautiful things and eat incredible meals and then mm. come back here and go to work. Dang it. Yeah. yeah. I There's so many different places that I want to go because you, I think the thing that's so striking about your body of work is the the level of consistency you have found a way to be so damn consistent and so fit you you're aging backwards like the, maybe the maybe a couple of the most important things that have allowed you to be so consistent are you wired in your brain a little bit differently do you just have a crazy engine that just never stops are you obsessive compulsive like what is it 
Um, it's my raison d'etre, my reason for being that I discovered probably in my late twenties. I didn't have a I didn't have a reason why or a purpose or a as the French would say, a raison d'etre, your reason for being on this earth. You know, I was a lazy kid. I was not a good athlete. I loved to procrastinate. If I wasn't good at things initially, I would quit um, immediately. You know, I just didn't understand that, you know, for some people, based on a lot of different things, you know, their their culture, their their surroundings, their friends, their mentors, their teachers, their parents, you know what I mean? Their DNA, there's all kinds of things that sort of uh, either help or hinder us as we as we kind of start out on our journeys. And for me, I didn't like all my friends would say, man, I'm worried about Horton, dude. I don't think he's going to what's he? he's just like drinking beer and smoking weed and watching TV. You know, I mean, and he's how old already? And everybody else is getting married, having kids and having a life. And, I, you know, I was just still using party as a verb. So uh, but then, you know, then I then I I got an agent. You know, I was in Hollywood here and I wanted to be an actor, but I didn't have sort of the Tom Cruise tenacity to really be one. I, I was talented. I mean, I did a couple of things. I did stand up for a couple of years. At least I tried. And then I did, I was with second city LA for a, for a year and I moved up the ranks within them because, you know, I mean, I, I wasn't afraid to take chances when it came to my, you know, humor and making people laugh. I had a speech impediment forever called cluttering and it really made it difficult for me to make friends and to get along with people and not become a target, you know? And so I thought, okay, what's the antithesis, antithesis of that? Well, that's, you know, learn how to put a word, uh, a sentence together, you know, build your vocabulary. And then, you know, humor was, I always, I always could turn a phrase. I was always pretty good at making people laugh. That was my one salvation as, as a kid. But for the most part, studying and exercise, not interested, you know, then I came out here to California in 1980 and um, I got this agent and they looked at me and went, you plan on working looking like that? And I took a weightlifting class in college that I really enjoyed. I, I just, you know, it was an easy A kind of a thing. And, uh, you know, not everybody got an A, but I just showed up all the time because I noticed that my body was changing after about three weeks. And I went, wow, I've never seen these muscles on me before. This is really cool. So my GPA went up that quarter, weird, uh, because I didn't realize at the time that, the, that the, my reason why then my raison d'etre was women, girls. Mm. Like if I get pecs and arms, Right. I, you know, and I also had a kind of a goofy personality. It didn't change anything as far as meeting women at all, really. But, you know, I just my attention span was better. My my uh, desire to be a better student it was all because I was, you know, I learned later, years later from John Rady, who was a Harvard professor talking about the, the effects of physical activity on the brain, releasing norepinephrine, dopamine, serotonin, all these cool things. Something called BDNF, brain derived neurotropic factor that was happening to me, unbeknownst to me. And I was just, uh, I was more present, you know what I mean? I was uh, less freaked out. I, I would say yes more often than no, you know what I mean? And I just, I didn't realize that it was all chemical, right? Mm. And so um, inside my head. Um, but yeah, no, I, there was nothing special about me starting out. You know, that all happened because the agent said, get your body in shape. And then I did. And then my boss, who I was working for, this guy, Harlan, Harlan Goodman, who was over at 20th Century Fox, I was a runner or a PA, a production assistant. Um, not a physician's assistant, by the way. And uh, he was like, Jen, dude, what, look at you. Like, what, what happened to you? Like in the last month and a half, you, you, you look completely different. And so I started training him before we both went to work. And then and I went, oh, I don't have to do mime at the pier anymore. I don't have to be a go-go dancer at Chippendales anymore. I don't have to build boxes anymore. I don't have to wait tables anymore. I don't have to pour drinks for people. I don't have to be a statue on a table at a buffet in Vegas anymore. 
So I'm going to be this trainer guy. Was I certified? Did I know what I was doing? No, but I was a member of four different gyms. And I would go to these gyms and I would just take notes and see what everybody else was doing. I was just like, I was just stalking people who were really fit. Oh, oh, okay. Like I was a member of World Gym. It was Lou Ferrigno and, and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I'm like, oh, 40 sets of chest. Seems extreme, but I'm going to write this shit down. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, and I just took it like the cardio junkies and the and the aerobics people and then the and then the bodybuilders and then the, you know, sort of the, the calisthenic crew. And I would just go, oh, 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 because I had the attention of a gnat on cocaine. You know what I mean? I, I and I wanted I learned early on that it was the boredom and the injuries and the plateaus that keep people from, you know, sticking with it and improving over time and not getting hurt. Right. I'm not getting bored. I'm not getting injured. And I'm um, and uh, whatever the third thing was. Perfect. And uh, right. So so I was like, OK, and these are just little lessons I was learning for myself. And I, and the and the one thing too above all was I was a better person when I was exercising than the mm -hmm. guy that I was. I was a moody, you know. I had ADD, ADHD, Elemental P, NYPD Blue. I had all the acronyms growing up, and I had less of them when I exercised. And then the diet thing came later because I'm an ectomorph. I'm naturally a skinny dude, you know, and so I could eat double cheese chimichangas and and, and bacon burgers and not have it have much of an effect. But as I got older, I realized, oh there's chemicals in those foods. There's, you know, I'm going to end up with leaky gut or, or irritable bowel syndrome or bad gas or bloating. So I began to kind of experiment with, with that too. And then Harlan, you know, he went back to, you couldn't make a movie to save his life. And, and, and uh, so, you know, I was this part-time trainer. I had, I still did the other gigs as well, but then uh, he was walking down the hall of East End management in Hollywood on Sunset Boulevard. And there was Tom Petty and he was, he was smoking a cigarette. Hey, Harlan, you look fantastic. I'm going on tour and I'm and I'm fat. Nobody likes a fat rocker. So Harlan said, call Tony Horton. And so Tom Petty called me up. My roommate picked up the phone, thought somebody downstairs was screwing around with us, hung up on Tom Petty. Tom Petty called back. Hey, we got disconnected. And uh, Bob, my roommate goes, mm, I think this is Tom Petty, man. So I grabbed the phone. JP, what are you doing? Can't fool me. I'm sorry, it's not JP, it's Tom Petty. I'm a friend of Harlan Goodman's. All right, so next day I'm at his house and I put him through a little fitness protocol. He he was he was like a human worm, man. He was great rocker, good cigarette smoker, not a fitness guy. But I had four months with him and he went off on tour and then I got I hooked up with him for part of the tour. And then he was cutting off all his sleeves to his shirts. He was putting on just fat. He was so proud of the of the vascularity and the striations because he's an ectomorph too. So one thing, the one advantage that ectomorphs have as, as opposed to maybe mesomorphs or endomorphs is that he just responded, his body responded really quickly and he was into it, man. And, and we got along. I mean, we were, we didn't, it wasn't about fitness all the time. It was about his career and his friends and he wanted to know about my life. And we just would have these really, really incredible conversations. I trained Tom for 32 years till he passed, you know, and, um, so that was it. I kept rock and roll alive, you know, and some movie stars too, and uh, driving all over town in my 66 Mustang convertible. But nobody knew me from Adam. I was still in my same apartment for 21 and a half years, broke, because whatever little money I got, I would go buy stuff. <laughs> and I had no financial advisor. I was still 60K in debt. And then through some serendipity and kismet, I met this young entrepreneur and we started working out. And then we did a couple of projects. First one was called Great Body Guaranteed. Next one was called Power 90. And then we went, let's, what do we want to do now? Let's call it P90X. Boom. Everybody knows 
Everybody. That's knows. it. Thanks for the interview, Sean. Great hey, chat with you. I don't coming. think you said two them out. <laughs> when I connected with your team about the the you know the next the next project, the the PowerSync sixty, um, I have a I have a a soft spot in my heart for women because they're so underrepresented in um, studies, um, in clinical trials. Um, the you know the idea of of aging and staying strong and getting enough protein and staying healthy um, is I, I think an important topic. And whether you, whether it's because of the baby boomers who, who are getting a bit older um, but it's just, it's a shame. And so I, I, I want to go back to this, the, the, the power seeing 60 and, and, and talk more about that. But before I go there, hmm. I want to talk more about how you've been able to, to be so consistent and keep the physique that you have and and how uh, how have you adjusted your sort of personalized protocols to stay fit and productive and focused as time goes on? It's like this um, because I'm I just I just turned forty and I want to look oh, you, for, you, for you a while. Mean, you, yeah, right. You youngster, you you're a baby, you're I, a swaddling baby. I feel um, like a baby. Well, at forty. You know, it's interesting. And this is kind of I kind of straight, which I have a tendency to do. So you're going to have to rope me in on occasion. Cool. But getting, this is also part of your original question. My reason early on was I wanted to meet girls and I like to look a certain way. So it was all about my ego and it was all about aesthetics. Now, a lot of people who are single and going to the gym, the vast majority of them, unless they're athletes who are trying to be better at their sport, are doing it because they want to look a certain way. Even to this day, when I'm talking to somebody, how do I get bigger arms? How do I form my peg? I said, you're you're a, you're a father. You're 52. You have four four kids. One of them in college. Why are you joining a rugby team? Like, what is the? Why do you want to? You're already married. Your wife supposedly loves you. Will she love you more if you have an extra half inch on your bicep diameter? Like, come on, man. And, and that's and the reason why most people don't stick with it is because shockingly, and I get that with young people, totally cool. That's why I did it. A lot of people do. It's a very social thing, right? I mean, a lot of people are working out at home too, uh, but they're working out with other friends and they're all, you know, all looking at their before and after pictures or they're during the process pictures to see how much they've changed. And that's all great. But you get to a certain point when you're 65 like me, where, hey, do I did I, did I do this once already? Will I pull up my shirt probably during the interview? Very likely. I don't know. Because I got an ego. It's not like my ego went away just because I got old. Not, not because I'm not an insecure. I've been insecure my whole damn life. You, you know what I'm saying? So, so, I mean, I'm slightly more confident than I used to be. But I know where I come from. And I know where a lot of, a lot of people are. And I'm, the reason why a lot of people can't sustain it like I've sustained it is because they haven't adjusted over time based on what's going on in their life. Right, right. So, so and, and you know, one of the things that's sort of important to know is like when I – I started working out in my late 20s. I took a course in college. I was 19 or 20 or something. I got great results. You know what I mean? I didn't get any more girlfriends or dates, but I felt better. My GPA went up. Oh, right. I, I can remember that. Then I moved to California and it's all about survival. Like everybody has things that happen in their life. Like somebody passes or there's an accident or they get injured or they get severely ill. And there's all these comeback things in life. Some of them are physical, some of them are mental, mental some of them are emotional, but sometimes it's all three at the same time. You know what I mean? You can get in a car accident with somebody and they die. That's physically, mentally, and emotionally damaging. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, that just happened. Let me go do chest and back. Hmm. No, you know what I mean? Like that exercise is not a priority for me. And this is a little side note. Every time something traumatic happened to me, 
because I knew better based on the science of physical activity on this and what goes on here and here, I would run further, I would run faster, I would train harder because I knew that that would shorten the duration of my my sadness and anxiety and depression that I was dealing with based on what I was going through. Most people don't do, do that. They go to the booze, they go to the, the sugar, they go to overeating, right? And then what they do is they exacerbate their situation and make it work worse and it lasts longer. Yeah. Right. So I was lucky enough to know that. And a lot of people don't don't know what I just said. They don't understand that if they do this instead of that. And it could be something minor, like, oh, I went on vacation and we relaxed and I got home and I, I wasn't in the mood. And then six months go by. You know, what I mean, I've been consistent because the main reason is now and it's been the main reason for like maybe the last 30 years is it just makes me a happier, more productive. Um, person. You know, I, I, did, I don't, me, I just, I just get more done and I'm, and I'm, and I'm better company and, and, uh, and I like the way I feel. And I, and the other reason too, is I like to ski. We have a place in Jackson hole and last winter it, we got so much powder and I'm in powder up to my waist going mock chicken head on fire down double black diamonds. And I'm like, well, what if I was out of shape? I was with friends that were on that trip and they're running out of gas halfway down and I'm down there waiting for them. And they're half my age. That is a reason to keep on keeping on. That's the reason why I went in my backyard last night with a bunch of friends where I still, I think I was kind of getting over a cold or something or starting a cold. And I still did that bio 20 sets, anywhere between 30 and hundred repetitions over and over again, sweat pouring down my face. Everybody else going, are you out of your mind? Let's take that hill. You know what I mean? Cause one hour of a little bit of pain and agony leads to 23 hours of Hmm. Yeah, in life over and then you just that for me and accountability i got my purpose now now is what am i doing and when oh and people still don't do this and they have all the greatest intentions in the world i know what i'm going to do i know what i did this morning it was eight o'clock five guys were here chest and back uh last night was plyo at five o'clock tomorrow will be yoga at at nine saturday day off yay sometimes i go for a run sunday is my four-hour ninja extravaganza in the backyard each and every time i'm emailing to everybody i've ever known come to the house and do it sometimes two show up sometimes it's 25 you know what i mean and that way if they like if everybody canceled i'd go day off i'm not doing it you know what i mean i can't drag my ass downstairs and do plyometrics for an hour and 10 minutes by myself it's not possible you know and and yeah and that's that's what keeps me going man and that's the lesson when i get when i get up on stage and i talk to people what's your reason why what is your plan have you announced your plan to the entire world do not schedule anything between hour a and hour b ever with it. so because i'm doing my thing that matters to me and last but not least how are you staying accountable if you're the person who lives in Minnesota and it's the middle of winter and you got to go down to your basement, and it's 50 degrees and you're going to do yoga for an hour and a half. I don't know who you are, but you're a rock star. Not me. Everybody else, find somebody online, somebody in your neighborhood, somebody at work, anybody, and go to their house, go to your, have them come to your house or go meet them at the gym. And mm -hmm. if you got that formula down, chances are you'll end up just like moi. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I am curious. I want to dig a little bit deeper. Because I think the the uh, I'm curious about where that inflection point in your experience working with you know elite performers and movie stars and 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 really shaping the fitness industry for a long time. In your experience, how 
what are what's the most common way where people sort of grok this notion that when I exercise, I feel my whole life is better. I'm 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 happier. I'm smarter. I'm more focused. Like, is there is there a common inflection point? Is it three weeks? Is it five pounds? Is it joy? Is it a, an erection in the morning where it clicks for them? You know, is it like, well, sorry, I threw that in there. That was a little, little curveball. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's definitely I, the erection, man. <laughs> yeah, what? An erection where I normally wouldn't have one. Sign me up for this. Um, and by the way, blood, that oxygenated blood goes every which way. And, you know, a lot of people are relying on blue pills. And as a 65 year old, yeah. uh, haven't needed them yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the oxygen is going into my brain, going into my heart, going into my joints, my lungs, my kidneys, my organs, my everywhere. Else. And obviously it goes down into the nether regions as well. Um, you ask anybody who's trained really hard and they're given the opportunity to make love. It's a different experience post-exercise than it is without it. It's just a completely upgraded situation, you know? So mm -hmm. that's another reason. It's maybe not the main reason for most people, but it's, it's a nice little, you know, caveat. So is there, is there a point at which you have seen where people are like, you know what, I have been working out and now I'm starting to understand that it's not just about physique, that it's about quality of life. It's, it's typically like everybody's different, right? I mean, if you've had an athletic background and you know what that was like, and you just kind of misstepped along the way, cause you got married because you got a job because you had to move because you got injured or whatever it is. And you missed a bunch of time. You have that muscle memory that sense memory that says oh yeah yeah but then what motivates you to get back on the train because now you've gained 15 pounds and now you've got a shape and, uh, and now i'm a little bit older and there's all this noise in your head that says oh i'll wait till tomorrow i'll wait till tomorrow and then whatever for six months turns into five years you, you know at some point you have to those folks will have a will almost it'll almost happen on the day it'll happen like oh you're like oh i haven't worked out and whatever and they do the workout and go of course of course, this, what am I, what's wrong with me now? How do I, what is my raison d'etre? What is my reason why? What is my plan now? Like, what am I going to, okay, I got my calendar, right? whether it's on your phone or on your laptop or desktop or your a paper calendar, write down what you're going to, I type, I say, put a calendar on your bathroom mirror, put it on your front door uh, or put it on your refrigerator. Not how it doesn't have to be in all three, but I know I've met some people that put it on all three because they're like, I, I'm, I'm hard for me to stay accountable. So I'm looking at these damn calendars all over the house and you hang a red pen on it. Right. And then in whatever other color you write down the work, I'm going to do plyometrics at six. And I'm going to do four, nah, 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 nah. And then they make red X's. And then the next month and the next month and they make red X's. I stopped making red X's after like the second year. I didn't need to anymore because it was locked in. It took me two years to stop doing that when I first started, because I knew that if I was going to get the results that I wanted, not only physically, but just feeling good more often. So, because I, I don't want to end up with exercise bipolar disorder, norepinephrine, the dopamine, the serotonin, it's all in there. Yeah, I feel good. Then I take two days off. Why am I sad? Because mm. you took two days off, bro. You get one day off. That's all you get. Two, <laughs> three, you're down in the dumps again, right? So make those X's. And at the end of the calendar, write down how many there are. If there's 15 X's and most months are 30 days, then you took... 15 days off so you probably got some results and then you find out that you're probably a lot more moody than you normally used to be you know the more you do the better you get right it's not like we skip work and do that every other day it's not like you know what i'm gonna i'm not gonna sleep tonight because why am i doing that all the time mm. why am i why you know what i'm not gonna pay my bills this month because i just i'm not in the mood you know what i mean like hello everybody else does everything else all of the time 
And that's great. That's called an average life. It's called surviving on earth. Mm. Now for the rest of us who want to thrive, you got to add the fitness and you got to add the nutrition and the supplementation and the mindfulness, the power of four, which is the, the base of power nation and, and power sync 60 is about those four things. You know what I mean? It's about exercising all the time, eating healthy all the time, having a regular mindfulness practice. And by the way, that doesn't mean sitting in Lotus in a room with candles uh, after a yoga session and doing ohms for 35 minutes. It means walking your dog. It means getting in the garden. It means turning Zeppelin way up. You know what I mean? Anything that takes your mind off the crap. Mindfulness is just getting your mind into a happy place. And sometimes it is you know, box breathing. Sometimes it is body scan meditation. Sometimes it's just, you know, you're, you're, I've, I've got three meditation apps, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I'll try this one today. You know, um, anything that just gets you in a better place than the one you're in, because otherwise you'd be f- dealing with this stuff. Right. Mm. Um, and that's, that's it, you know, and that's, that's, I think that's where the magic is. And and it's complicated. Like, oh, I, I, and then was, there's recovery. Should I get an infrared sauna? Well, tell me about foam rolling. Uh, what about cold plunges? I hear that's the trend. Farragun, do I need one of those? Massage, those are expensive. Yeah, you know. Um, do what works for you. Like water and sleep. By the way, you could skip them all. The Farragun, just get some sleep. Keep your stress down. Drink water. Get mm-hmm. off the beach. You want to feel good the rest of your life? You want to look good? Get off the alcohol. Sorry, boys. Yes, but I want a glass of wine. Fine. But just put a little bit of poison in it. A little bit. Because it helps <laughs> you relax. I, I just, I earned it. Fine. I look and feel and act this way because there has been alcohol in my body for 30 freaking years. <laughs> Didn't serve me. Didn't yeah. serve me. A little bit of this, maybe. But even that is like twice a year. Twice a year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'll, t- I'll look at, I got some weed. It's like, I don't know, 15 years old in here. It's like, I don't know if it's any good. You know what I mean? Because I think, uh-oh. I'm using sources outside of myself to find the joy, happiness, and laughter that I want in my life. Mm -hmm. So the weed is not me. But if I sat, you know, if I sat in the grass and I was just listening to some killer music and I was doing some box breathing, it kind of takes you there in a more natural way. And I'm the source now. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, the, the, the food and the booze and the bad company and all the other and the misbehaving makes you feel you know special or different or happy temporarily but there's usually a bad outcome in the end you know what i mean if you exercise your ass off for an hour you're not only going to get the 23 hours of just being a better human being you're going to get a lifetime of that now am i going to live to 109 i don't know but i know at 65 i feel better than i did at 25 and Mm. how many people can say that i don't know maybe four yeah (laughs) (laughs) i don't know maybe it's more than that maybe it's less sean i don't know I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know either. I you're you're confirming a lot of what I kind of figured just by watching you and watching your content and following, you know, casually your career is that it makes sense to you. It clicks to you. You get a lot out of it. It is a lifestyle. One day off. Be consistent. Don't make excuses because the benefit it speaks for itself. It enhances and nourishes and uh, makes, makes life more, more joyous. Mm. And, and I'm, I'm encouraged by that. And, 
And in my world, you know, the, this podcast is really committed to performance optimization, a lot of biohacking stuff. And so I want to ask you about tracking because, you know, even writing your exercise down, planning it, it's sort of data, right? You're, you're crossing that, that dopamine rush from crossing the day off with that red pen, mm -hmm. crossing off the workout that you did that you planned for. And now there are so many devices that help us all track heart rate variability and keep talking, Sean heart rate and, you know, blood oxygen saturation levels and phases of sleep. So my question is how Aura, Whoop, Apple, Garmin, uh, Fitbit, there, there's so many devices. I, I kind of feel like I know the answer to this, but I'm curious about how, how important or how useful, how impactful you think that these devices can be for people. Well, you know, it's interesting. It's it's a wide array uh, of things that can help. It didn't exist even 20 years ago. You know, like this right. this uh, this new fancy Apple Watch is is crazy. I mean, you know, I can get I can stick Tracy time plus times 50. You know what I mean? Yeah. I get emails here. I can track my workouts here. I can know what my heart rate is, how many calories I'm burning. You know, what I mean, the quality of my sleep, blah, blah, blah. And, and it really depends on the individual. If if what I would not want to say is you got to get, you got to get it all. Like we have an infrared sauna. We have three different infrared devices at my house. I got a portable one. I got a big ass one. I got a, just a mat that I can lay on that I can travel with. You know what I mean? I have a cold plunge, which I try to get at every day, but I don't always do it. Um, um, and then of course the Theraguns and the foam rolling and, uh, and the cupping and the massage and all the different things you can, you can do. But, but what it really comes down to in my experience is, be the tortoise, not the hare on, mm. on this kind of thing. When it comes to your fitness and your diet and your recovery and everything and all your tracking devices, you know what I mean? If you're a techie and you want to track every, you know, everything and you want to take a before and after picture, you know, I have a scale that tells me my body fat, my BMI and my, and my, you know, obviously my weight and all these other little, you know, uh, protein and water weight and blah, blah, blah. And I get on it like just, once a week just to see what's going on, you know, and I wear this thing every time I do cardio, just so I can see how many active calories, calories, heart rate, heart rate, that kind of thing. And I, I only do it because it's, uh, there's a general curiosity about it for me, but you know, all I have to do is look in the mirror. <laughs> you know what I mean? All I have to do is see how, how was I was able to ski from the top of the hill to the bottom of the hill without stopping. You know what I mean? Um, those experiences, uh, um, and then I know whether I I know whether I've slept well or not. I know whether I feel good or not. I know whether I feel like I'm run down or not. I don't need any kind of tracker to tell me that. You know what I mean? I mean, <clears throat> AKA common sense. If you're run down, well, I don't know. Will the cold plunge help? Will the infrared help? If you got a sore shoulder, uh, will there like your ice pack that you're gonna put on there? So simple old school stuff. I mean, last night. I was, I don't know, man, I've been training really hard because I feel really good. When I feel really good and I feel really strong, even at 65, I try to do extra reps. I try to lift a little bit heavier. I'm always very conscious of my form. All right. And, I, and in my, my range of motion is super important for me at my age. There's a lot of very fit people at my age when their range of motion sucks. 
You know what I mean? So they reach in the shower to grab some shampoo and they blow out their neck. You know what I mean? But they can bench 275. You, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's like it's all about being well-rounded. I mean, look at P90X and X2 and X3 and everything I've ever done. It's been variety, variety, variety. That variety uh, uh, helps me avoid the boredom injuries and plateaus, right? And it, well, what it really is for is to help me avoid the, the, the injuries. And I get a tweaked shoulder once in a while and I get a funky knee once in a while and I know how to back off. You know, I mean, I'll take an extra day off, but if I take an extra day off, that becomes a mindfulness day or I go in the garden or I just or I do some box breathing before I get up or like in the middle of the day or whatever. You know, I've been around and doing this long enough that I know how to make those adjustments so that I can, you know, look, I I was like fitness wise and speed like I could dunk a a softball as a kid and I wasn't even in shape. I can't even barely touch the net now. You, You know what I mean? But I can go through a ninja course like a like a like a monkey like a monkey and lizard man like because that's what i'm that's what i that's what interests me now so you know the, i think the key for most people is now you look at crossfit athletes there's this they just they always have their a lot of them always have their injury periods where they got to do recovery and they don't get to participate in the and the thing that they love because they're you know whatever there's a lot of ego in that and there's a lot of competition in that and competition is fine like friendly competition is fine but if you you know if, if you're planning on competing with other athletes that are super fit so you can get a a ribbon or a trophy and you're in your fifties, you're going to be injured a lot. You just are, you know what I mean? And that stuff doesn't matter to me. Like we, we I'll get in the gym and I'll, and I'll go, how much were you doing on the tunnel? 60. I'll be doing 61. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. That's about as far as we go. Um, and a lot of it, a lot of my fitness is just hanging out with buds and making it super fun and being quasi competitive. And, you know, I, I use some of my tools some of the time, I guess the short answer is some people need all of it. You know what I mean? Like they have 10 recovery tools beyond decent sleep, keeping their stress down and drinking enough water. Like, I think those are the top three. Before all this other stuff existed, that's all you really needed. Stress management, um, decent sleep and and, and staying hydrated. You know what I mean? Um, And not overtraining and not overdoing it and listening to your body. I mean, I would add those two as well. But all yeah. these other things, if that's working for you and you like it and it's interesting and you're consistent with it, well, then you should be using it. You know what I mean? If it if it seems like too much extra shit to do, then then you certainly shouldn't do it. And don't do it because everybody else is because, you know, there's enough ads everywhere for all that stuff. Yeah. You know, the infrared sauna. The first month I was in there all the time. I haven't, I've been in there twice last year because I don't need it. You know what I mean? I just didn't need it. And the, and the cold plunge, it's a fairly new thing for me. And I hate it. And I'm miserable in it. And uh and maybe it works. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's supposed to bring inflammation down, it's supposed to bump up the dopamine. You know what I mean? So, do, so does uh, going for a run. So is doing a 90 minute yoga routine. So, you know, I mean, there's a lot of ways to get there and they don't have to be exactly the same. I mean, you know, look, ectomorphs, mesomorphs, high pain threshold, low pain threshold, high humidity, low humidity, you know, competitive, non-competitive, cardio, weights only. Everybody's doing something different. Martial arts, no martial arts. You know what I mean? Um, some, some people are super hyper hypermobile. Other people are naturally, you know, made out of rebar. It's just, there's a lot of different things you got to do. It's and, and I think most of all, like, what is it that makes you like I do these 11 law seminar and one of them is called love it or leave it. And, and there's two kinds of love. There's the, there's the love of a particular, like a ninja people or runners or bodybuilders. Like that's what they want to do, but they ignore a lot of the other things that will help sustain their ability to do what they're doing. And so then they get injured. Right. Um, so that that's, you know, 
The other kind of love is doing the things that you don't love, but you love what they do for you. Like yoga is an example. I can't get anybody here to show up for yoga, man. It's like usually one dude. I had four people the other day. I'm like, what happened? Did, did you get, were there checks in the mail? Like, why did you come? Because I mean, my yoga session is an hour and 20 minutes. You know what I mean? And it's it's it requires you to shut up, be in the moment, keep this part of your, keep your face calm, do your ujjayi breathing, and be in these one after another, after another, slow motion asanas, where, you know, if you're a regular yogi, if you're an ex-gymnast or a dancer, like, yeah, it's 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 like a vacation. If you're a bodybuilder and you're stiff as a board, it's misery. But it's misery uh, for a reason. You know what I mean? Like that misery that you're in the middle of, that's the golden lesson that you are now learning in the moment. And it's showing you how important it is. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh yeah, so I don't know. I think I went all over the place on that answer. You but. did, you did, but I want I want to kind of I want to re recap that because I think what you said is really important. Is that you can have all the devices, you can track all the stuff, but if it ain't working for you, if it's not, if you're not happier, if you're not more fit, if you're not more well slept, uh, if you're not more you know peaceful in your heart, then 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 it doesn't matter, you know. But and, but be open minded. Like I didn't want, I, I thought this thing was stupid. I don't want, you know what I mean? But it was so beautiful. I went, I want it just because it's so beautiful. And then I put it on my wrist and I started farting around. I went, oh, oh, and now, now there are things that I'm doing with a watch I didn't even really want. I wanted it only because I thought it was cool, which is, you know, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a human being. I, sometimes I just want things that are aesthetically cool uh, so I can walk around and go, hey, check me out. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, I wanted it for heart rate, track my workouts in time. And it does 900 other things. And now I'm just having conversations like Dick Tracy with people and I'm <laughs> sending emails on it and texts on it and I'm forwarding photos on it. I mean, you know, so um, sometimes it's just it's worth trying once or twice or three times or four times because, you know, I mean, you don't want to be so close minded about it. Hey, it doesn't it doesn't fit my lifestyle. I don't want it. Well, then if you're struggling with different aspects of your life or maybe there's different aspects of your life that you weren't even completely unaware of, like me. Like how convenient this thing is. It's it's doing about half the stuff that's on here and half yeah. the stuff that's on, on here. And I, I it's on my wrist 24-7. The only reason why it wasn't on when I started talking with you is because it was charging, but because mm. I use it so damn much. So that's it. I would say, hey, for some folks, yes. For some folks, no. But even for the folks, no, stay open-minded because there might be some device that comes along or some technique or something that can make dramatic changes for your recovery, your athleticism, whatever you're trying to achieve you know a lot of that, a lot of the stuff is designed to work and, and to improve you know the results that you're looking for yeah so don't yeah. shut them out completely do what works and keep an open mind i think that you're going to come around on the uh on the cold plunges i hate it every single morning i hate it i mean i really hate it I what's hate your it. what are your temperature what do you have it at right now so I, I have a method where I freeze and refreeze like uh single use water bottles. I've got an ice barrel, so I don't have the whole plunge with the plumbing. Oh. Stuff. So I, this morning I did 52 degrees for seven minutes mm -hmm. and it's cold, but it's not like, it's not like scream cold. It's cold. I mean, it's cold enough for it to be miserable, uh, but I, I go, I tend to go a little bit longer. Did you say 52? Yeah, 52. That's what I have mine at 52. Yeah. I started at 65. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, man, what's the big deal? 
Yeah. Uh, but 65 is still pretty damn cold. It's like jumping in the ocean, you know, in the winter, yeah. 65 is, is can be pretty cold. You look at the water in, outside of Florida, it's in the 80s, you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, 52 can feel pretty cold. And that's what I know what I needed to do to be able to use it. And so now I, I set it for 55, but it sits in the sun. So it's kind of like between 50 and 52, but it's yeah. been mostly 52. So, I, you know, um, I've only been in it, you know, a handful of times. Um, and now that we've had this conversation, I'm going to have to get in it again today. I but know. I'm going to set it. I'm going to set an outside shower instead of you know taking the shower and then you know toweling or whatever. And so I'm not dragging water through the house because it's it's outside, outside of my gym. And, you know whatever. I just got to make the experience. And I have a timer that I put right there on a little post. So you know I hit the go. timer. I set it for three, four, five minutes. And then I get in. I just love watching those seconds tick down. If I didn't know what the time was and somebody was saying, okay. That's a minute, and you got two more. I, I, ah. first, time I, the first time I get in, I, 30 seconds. I said, how long is that? 30 seconds. I go, I'm out. Yeah. The next one I did was a minute 34, and I went, I'm out. And then I raised, and then I, and we were, we had it in like 40-something. It was just too brutal for me. So we raised the temperature up, and I was able to get in there for three minutes. And now that I'm getting used to it, the, the temperature is going down. It's yeah. a very useful tool. And every time I get out of there, I feel, I, yeah. you know, I am ready to go. I feel amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 big for me. It's big for how I, you know, re recover. Um, it's it's honestly, it's a really excellent time to meditate. You know, it's it you're talking about you know, crank zeppelin, go in the garden, do what you have to do to like get into your happy place, and just like Warrior Two for sixty seconds, you know strong in the pose breathing through it it's for me it's become you know like a like a icy cold meditation every single morning it's which is hard to do i'm in seattle so you know a lot of you know coming up here pretty soon i'm going to be out there in the dark before the kids wake up and right, it's right, going to be right, right. real cold but yeah well i want to i want to kind of change gears a little bit because when sure. when, I, when i first connected with you and this i'm having so much fun tony thank you for oh good i'm a fun guy <laughs> I know I know you came here just to, to to entertain me so I appreciate that. Well, I mean, look. I'm I'm this I'm pretty much the same guy that, any, that if you've done P90X like people come here and they go, "Oh, I wonder what he's like in person. I wonder if he's a bonehead or whatever." Um and I'm I'm the same guy. I, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't there's a lot of people in my industry, a lot of actors, a lot of, you know, politicians and stuff. They got to put on the happy face. Um my happy face is is semi-permanent based on my lifestyle. <laughs> I mean, and on the fact that I'm still that kid is still trying to make people laugh when I was a little kid. You know what I mean? You know, so because uh, they like to have to turn it on. I mean, I still have to turn it on and then turn it off. I mean, I, I can be super mellow and, you know, kind of um, introspective if, if I if I want to be. And I am you know, with my wife and with my friends. When we're talking about serious topics. I, I can easily go there. But it's not like anything is terribly manufactured for me. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. like when I'm on when I'm shooting a tonal workout. You know, whatever. I might be tired. It might be the fourth one in the same day, you know, and I'm just drinking an espresso, which I don't ever drink. I don't drink coffee, but all right, Tony, we can save a day if you shoot another one now. Okay. <laughs> and then sip. All right, here we go. Hey, kids, we're going to do chest and back today. Can you feel it? It's going to be fun. You know what I mean? And and I, I, I like to deliver fitness. The way I deliver fitness takes a little extra more energy than how everybody else does it because sure. everybody else not everybody else and a lot of people are, are getting the memo that it's got to be 
quasi entertaining or or you're going to lose your audience pretty quick yeah yeah and that takes some energy that takes extra energy to be able to because i don't know i don't wake up that guy wake up that guy all the time and i don't go to sleep that guy all the time sometimes it has to be you know but if i work out and i sleep right and i drink my water and yada yada then it's a little bit easier to get to that place than it is um but a lot of people can't get to that place ever because that's not who they are Right, right, right. Well, you, you've you found and been consistent in ways to sustain a high level of vibration, a high level of energy, mm-hmm. you know, a high level of optimism and 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 purpose, you know, a raison d'etre, like you said before. Uh, so I want to hear about uh, the power of seeing 60, because, again, like my my audience is is has a, has a male skew, but I've harped on this before that women are underserved certainly in medical literature and clinical studies they're underserved when it comes to nutrition and fitness and the fact is is that you know whether you are still having your your menstrual cycle or you are pre during or postmenopausal mm-hmm. your body is totally different like week to week through the different phases of hour the- to hour man i mean yeah, yeah. And and far be it for me or you to like weigh in on um, on on women's cycles because it's really none of my business. But I know that you're partnering with Dr. Mindy Pelz, who has an, mm-hmm. an incredible reputation. Mm-hmm. So just give give us give us sort of a high level uh, of what what that's all about. Well, you know what's interesting, and I mean I'm willing to admit this. You know when I met her and I spoke with her and I learned the best of my ability, what she's been working on studying for decades is I was a little embarrassed that I didn't know. Like, oh my God, how come, how come I don't know that? A, how come the the majority of people in my industry don't know? They treat both men and women exactly the same. They say, hey, you work out and you do this and you eat right, everything's going to change for you. Hey, And then some people have a general clue will go, hey, guys, you'll get there sooner because you've got more testosterone than women. But then again, not all men have exactly the same amount of testosterone. Go get your testosterone checked month to month. It's like, right? Your testosterone and your free testosterone are always kind of in flux because of stress, because of all the other things going on in our lives, because of, you know, uh, nutritional uh, uh, deficiencies and stuff like that. But women, you know, have, you know, they're giving birth to human beings, right? So they have a very, they have a very different uh, hormonal fluctuation than, than men have. And so when I made P90X, I would say, you know, I would notice early on that a lot of the women weren't getting the results that they wanted because uh, they just aren't physically able. A lot of them aren't physically able to kind of move and they don't have the range of motion. They don't have the, the, the ATP and the muscles circulating through at the same rate that men do. You know what I mean? The same levels of creatine in their bodies are different than men. And, you know, I was like, oh, all right, well, let's do it for an extra month. That was my advice. And so unbeknownst to me that, you know, Dr. Mindy got P90X. She fell in line with 11 million other people who thought it was a good idea, too. Um that's a fluctuating number. I don't know what it really is, but somewhere in there. That's a lot. And, uh, and when she looked at the schedule, at, b- based on everything that she was learning about herself and about women in general, whether it was pre, post, or perimetopausal, is that she decided that the best move for her was to change the schedule up. So there was a very specific, if anybody knows anything about P90X, you do these six workouts, you do them you know, for the first week, it's the second week, and the third week. On the fourth week, there's a recovery week, which was you know, there was a lot of science behind that because people had not really done that before. And then once the recovery was up, you went into month two and then you got a completely different 
schedule and we were adding new workouts in to, you know, to, to keep that muscle confusion going. So when she got P90X, she just said, uh-uh, here's what's going on with my hormonal fluctuations. I'm going to put yoga here when it should be chest and back. I'm going to put shoulders and arms here when it should be. So I'm going to, I'm not going to do X here. I'm going to blah, blah, blah. that hour and a half yoga. I got to wait till day 15. And, and that's, you know, that's, and she just, you know, she got amazing results with it. She just, in a lot of her peers are like, what are you doing? How come you got so fit so fast? She goes, I'm doing this P90X. I'm just not doing it the way Tony lined it up. And so she was on one of my masterminds. Some, a friend of a friend knew who she was. She was a fan. So we set it up and then she came on with me and I'm just here gobsmacked listening to her story. Mm-hmm. And and then she even said, you know, I would, you know, just sort of casually, you know, I'd love to do a program with you that's all about this. Not that it won't be about men because men are have been in both of our test groups and I've created the P90X like different moves, different workouts, different cast members, new jokes. Um, and the men were getting great re- results as well because there is chest and back, there is shoulders and arms, there is legs, there is plyometric. There are, you know, we don't we call them different things and the sweet sequences are new and there's some old moves and new moves in there as well. Um, but we really wanted to make sure that the gals got their opportunity based on Mindy's calendars that she made for them. So there's 11 workouts. P90X said 12. There's 11 and we're always throwing new ones in because that's what's great about streaming, right? It's like you make the disc, that's it. Hey, I'm doing P90X from 2006. Dude, you might want to get into something different. You know what I mean? I can't believe it. 17 times, 37 times. What? How many times do you want to watch me do that? Don't smash your face. How many times do you want to hear me say that? Do your best to forget the rest. You know, like I can't believe. And, you know, and when the royalty checks come in the mail, I go, somebody's still doing it. Nice. For that. But, but because of Dr. Mindy, and she just said it at the end of our, she goes, one of these days, if there's anybody to deliver this concept, I want to do it with you. Hmm. And my wife said, we're doing it. And I oh. went, okay. So we had multiple meetings and skull sessions and brainstorm sessions. And and then I would, you know, I would come up with some of the routines and then she would look at, it, at what they were. And then she would start to place them at certain days of the month. And I would, you know, I created the men's calendar and she created the women's calendars. All right, because different gals are in different places with their hormonal fluctuations. And then we shot it. We just shot it. We were out in Hollywood like you do. And we got a studio and we, we shot this thing. And it launched on September 1st. And we had two test groups or beta groups, beta one and two. One had 130 women in it. They were mostly her fans. Well, you know, mine too, but a lot of hers. And then the second beta group had 90 something. And then we get in the Zoom calls like this and there's whatever, there's 70 people in a Zoom call. And there's a 71-year-old woman in tears saying, my wife said, my husband said to me, like, why are you bothering with this? You're 71 years old. Like, this is how you age and blah, blah, blah. And then she said, but I'm such a big fan of Dr. Mindy. And I got introduced to you and you're a Looney tune. And, and, uh, and between what I've learned from her and watching you and give, and we came up with these things called stop options in the workout. If the workout's 50 minutes, you get to stop at the 20 minute mark. You get to stop at the 40 minute mark. And, and then if you want to go to the end, great. We also, we also create a very distinctive powering down empowering up so you'd watch the video and there'd be me johnny instruction and you'd see one or two people just chilling you know what i mean they're doing burpees where they they go down nice and slow and they put their foot back one at a time and then they step up and they reach up and they yawn that's their burpee your burpee is boop, 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 boop. so you're seeing two very different things whether it's yoga or ply or or you know uh one's called the big sweat one's called strength one the other one's called strength two 
and and uh, and the testimonials were just everybody's sobbing. You know what I mean? Like these women have never been in shape in their life, and they're finally in shape, and they're losing the wow. weight, and they're not hurt, and they want and they keep coming back because the way Mindy set up the calendars for women is like, oh no, during this part of your cycle, you're not going to be doing what the guys are doing. You're going to be doing your mindfulness practice. You're going to be doing the morning the morning stretch routine. You know, and even though the guys are you know jumping through the roof and lifting heavy weights, that ain't for you at this time because you're your menstrual cycle is not allowing you to be your best at this time. Mm. Oh, now here you are in your cycle. Time to get after it. And by the way, you're going to get after it five days in a row based on Mindy's research. And like, oh my God, I don't can't believe I'm working this hard. But because of who I am, by the way, in the first test group, 15 women who had not had a, uh, had not had a um, consistent bleed all got their period on the same day. They all got periods for the first time in years. Dude, a lot of women are not even getting they're not bleeding more and they get 15 women on the same not the same exact day but the same 48 hour period of time all got their menstrual cycle and now they've been consistent every i mean it's nuts dude wow. and here's, here's the other beautiful thing men are learning that their women aren't like them and so <laughs> if they're struggling with something now they know based on her science to zip it yeah. <laughs> Listen, you know what I mean? And understand that the science behind where they are mentally, emotionally, and physically is not you. You cannot try to compare yourself as a man with her as a woman because she's going through other things that you're, you don't even know what they're what they're going through. And so relationships are improving. Men are just being better husbands. It's it's it, I mean, and this thing's only been out for six days. It's gonna be an incredible once we get these these testimonials from the now the thousands of people, uh, I mean, Mindy's sold, you know, because she's got it on her, her website, you know, um, she's already sold hundreds and hundreds, you know what I mean? I don't know if we're up to a thousand yet, but, and these women are going to go through that experience too. And then they're going to be the people who are going to tell the people who are going to tell the people. We think it could be the P90X for women. Wow. We think it could have, has the potential to be that huge because by the way, we're competing with nobody. Nobody else is doing this. No one yeah. else thought of this. So it's it's exciting. Like there's a, you know, usually I show up, I hit my mark. Hey, don't you want to push up, sit up and cool down and cut. And I walk out, I don't, you know, whatever. When you've done something for 30 years, it's hard to get, it's easy to turn it on, but it's not like, this is going to be it, man. Like I remember being on the set with P90X. Like, whoa, I think we're going to do something really cool here that doesn't exist. And this feels like that. Hmm. Well, it's, it's exciting. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about the women in my life, you know, wife, mother-in-law, sister-in-law, mom, auntie. And, and I, I think that the combination of the authority that Dr. Mindy Peltz has and the pedigree that you have and the customization to the cycle is such a cool innovation. Um, I'm, I, I've got high hopes for it. I'm I'm excited for it because um I also, you know, we share this 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 opinion that fitter people are better to be around. When you're healthy and you're energetic, mm -hmm. you just mm -hmm. it's life's better. It's better for me, it's better for you. Everybody wins. My kids are happy. Uh my clients are happy, my listeners are happy. So um yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so cool. Well, well you know. When you're yeah. overweight, you're overwhelmed. You just are. Like the escalators out, you got heavy luggage. 
that's Mount Everest for, for folks. Yeah. Like there's a panic, you know what I mean? Like you're trying to get up this thing and you're in a flop sweat at the top. And then there's a certain insecurity about the way you look. I mean, you know, it is about your ego. But if you're, you know, I mean, I'm not taking my shirt off. I don't want to, you know what I mean? I can't, we went, my wife and I and a friend did a 40 mile bike ride on the Appian Way outside of Rome. Like if you're overweight and you're out of shape, you don't get to have that experience. We were on our bikes in Jackson, uh, Teton National Park, and there's like 30 cars piled up, lined up to get into the park. We're on our bikes, man. We're going all back, but we're going on our bikes the whole damn way. We get to stop anywhere we want. We don't have to find it because there's no place to park cars unless you're like in the way into the park and you're in a park where there's a parking lot. So, you know, and then the park rangers are saying, if you're in a car, you got to keep moving. You can't stop. You're blocking people behind you. When you're on your bikes, you know, whatever, you lean them up against a tree and then you go hang out with some moose. It's it's being physically fit um, changes your life experience outside of the gym or outside of your little space in your house where you work out. It gives you more really cool things to do and great stories to tell and fantastic memories to have. And that's what exercise, that should be the raison d'etre for everybody. Like, oh, I get to do all these cool things. I get to see all these amazing places and I get to hang out with these incredible people. Without fitness and exercise and decent food, I my world goes, boo, when you're looking through a buttonhole. You yeah. know what I mean? You're just in survival mode again. And, you know, your your high point is, you know, season five, episode seven of Suits. Uh, yeah. Which, I like that show a lot, but it ain't the high point. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? So. That's uh, really well said. Really well said. Man, uh, I this is so great. So before I ask the I, – I've thoroughly enjoyed this, Tony. I, I really, really – this is so cool. Uh, uh, before I ask the final question, which is a fill in the blank question, um, where do you want to send people on the internet? Well, if you want the supplement line, um, we worked really hard to try to create this stuff because when I got sick in 2017, this supplement line saved my life. I had leaky gut. I had leaky brain. I don't want to get into the details. Didn't know I had it, but I had it. So I had all kinds of um, viral issues. I, I had Epstein-Barr. I mean, I could barely keep my eyes open. It was a rough time. So I met with the right people. I mean, you know, life is funny that way. Uh, mypowerlife.com. So if you want to know about why HMB and vitamin D3 work really, really well so that you can maintain your muscle mass and not end up with sarcopenia in your 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. And then the foundation four that we've made for that is all digestive health. It's, it's you know, we went around the world to find the right stuff to put it in there. And, you know, it's got my picture and my name on it. So I said, let's make sure this stuff doesn't suck. You know what I mean? And so mypowerlife.com. If you want to know more about PowerSync 60 and the power of four, go to powernationfitness.com, powernationfitness.com. And if you want to come to one of my live events here at the house, Jackson Hole, wherever I'm going to be, uh, go to tonyhortonlife.com, tonyhortonlife.com. And then, of course, you know, I'm not on Twitter anymore because that's a mess. It's not even yeah. a mess. That's just a joke. <laughs> so don't go find me there because you won't. But, you know, uh, let's see. Um, YouTube is just Tony Horton. YouTube is all kinds of free content there you can play. Instagram is at Tony S. Horton. At Tony S. Horton. I don't oh. know what Facebook is. You're you're easy to find, man. You're easy to find. That's for sure. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so this is the fill in the blank question. And, and this can be based on anything, man. Uh, it hasn't doesn't have to be to, specific to one area. You can elaborate as much or as little as you want, but please fill in the blank. Do you have time? Because you know me. 
Yeah. I'll keep it under two minutes. I, I doubt it, but that's okay. All right. All right. Everyone, on me. everyone would benefit from knowing. Dot, dot, dot. Everyone would benefit from knowing how important any kind, whatever turns you on, of regular exercise five, five to six days a week for the rest of your life. Everyone would benefit from learning to get the garbage food out of your life and starting to eat whole foods, whether it's paleo, vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, who cares? But just find a way to eat, you know, natural, healthy, organic food. Everybody would benefit if they knew how important slowing down is, how important meditation is and mindfulness is and breath work is and you know finding your everybody would benefit from the 10 mindfulness practices that best apply to them i've got my 10 and i sometimes forget what they are and i look down and go oh i haven't i haven't been in the garden yet oh i haven't walked charlie yet oh i haven't just gone for a walk yet you know oh i haven't done my box breathing in a couple of days you know what i mean that's huge um and everybody would benefit, and you'll be surprised by this one, that it ain't about you, and really, in the end. It's not about you. Self-help, personal development, if you're really into those things, you learn at some point along the way that your job is to fix you first, and then is to share that knowledge uh, with other people who are looking for it, because the worst kind of advice to give is the kind that's never been asked for in the first place, because your best intentions are received with resentment. And you've probably, Tony, I can't get my mom yet because you're telling her what to do and she's not reaching out to you, right? So you just got to let people be. But yeah, altruism, you know what I mean? Like maybe what's your, if you're not giving to charities or you're not going out of your way and doing super cool things for people who don't even like you. I'm here talking to you, Sean, because in a passage in a book, at the end of the chapter, it says, go out of your way and do something beautiful, wonderful, thoughtful, amazing, incredible for somebody who you're pretty sure hates you. What? Don't be, don't expect anything in return because it probably won't happen, but just check in to see how you feel having crossed that barrier. So I did and I helped this guy. I offered some workouts and he and I didn't get along and he was shocked that I asked <laughs> and I wasn't surprised that I asked because I just wanted to check the damn box. And anyway, I started training him five days a week. And he, and he reduced me to Carl Dykler, the CEO of Beachbody. Or it wasn't even the CEO yet. He was just an employee a year later. You know what I mean? So that's it. It ain't about you. Get your shit together so that you can help others. It's And that, that brings more joy than anything to me. My purpose is to help other people find theirs through through exercise and, and the things I do. It's the, you know. That's why I'm still so happy and humble at my age. Well, I don't know about humble, but you know what I'm saying. That's it, man. That's uh, that's it. There's more, but I think that would that would cover it. Beautiful. Tony Horton, thank you for joining me today on the Optimal Performance Podcast. Sean, you're the man. Where do you live, Sean? I'm in Seattle. Well, you're going to have to come south, my friend, because there's, there's a whole Cirque du Soleil situation here in my yard. You'll have to come I'm down and play with us someday. I love, I would love that. I love, uh, I love Jackson Hole. I went there, went there as a kid. It's just breathtaking. We can, I want to do some ninja stuff. I want to. Are you a skier or a snowboarder? 
I'm not a boarder. No, I I'm jujitsu and, uh, and, and, uh, Alpine backpacking. That's my, that's oh, my gym. Oh, oh, very cool. Oh, there you go. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Come down and visit me someday. Talk, talk to my people. We'll have you, we'll, we'll play one time. Awesome. You seem like a good guy. I try. I try. I can tell by your smiles. Very nice. <laughs> Sean, thank you, man. Pleasure being on with you. Thanks, Tony. Hey, bud.